0: soccer Saturday brought to you by Honda proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11 by community health dream big work hard finish strong and by bet rivers official sports betting partner of Indy 11 bet with a winner now here's your host Greg Rakestraw good morning to you soccer fans it is
1: soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan my name is Greg Rakestraw thank you so much for joining us The Indy 11 are back at home for the first time in three weeks. Two weeks ago, a road win at Loudoun United. Last week, a road loss against one of the better teams in the West in terms of the Sacramento Republic. Back home for the switchbacks of Colorado Springs. They have a couple of very familiar names and faces on that team. Well, they frankly had three, and one of them got traded back to us a week ago in terms of Macaulay King. He'll join us at the end of the program, as will former Indy 11 man Patrick Segrist, who after playing in Memphis last year is now out in Colorado this year. But the big news of the week wasn't about the men's team, and it wasn't about the current women's team that plays in the USLW League, but no, it's the team that will play in the USL Super League. That was announced in midweek. Again, there has always been the acknowledgement that once the stadium deal is done for the Indy 11, there would be a women's professional side that will play there too. Well, it was announced this week that the Super League – Will be the destination for that the super league will commence next august the indy 11's team will begin as soon as the stadium is completed with the hope of that being for the fall of 2025 so with news that momentous greg stremlaw president and ceo of the indy 11 will be joining us in the program now we will talk about the current women's team they haven't played since the last time you and I got together last Saturday morning. But they're in action tomorrow at Lexington, one of three consecutive road matches to open up the season. Last week, Sam Dewey, that had scored twice in the opener for the Indy 11, joined us. How about Maisie Witsit, who also scored twice last week in the Indy 11 women's opener. She will join us later in the program as well. There's big news for the U.S. men's national team. Champions League has reached the final, as has the championship promotional playoff. We know it's going to be one of two teams that will advance to play in the Premier League next week, and what is known as the richest football game in the world takes place next Saturday at Wembley, and we'll talk about that coming up at the tail end of the program. But first things first, it's Greg Stremla that joins us. The women's professional team for the Indy 11 will debut in approximately two and a half years. We'll talk about that and more next with Greg. As you're listening to Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and one zero seven five, the fan.
2: May your team be swift in their aim, true, and may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, forty percent alcohol by volume, eighty proof. Copyright twenty fifteen. Imported by William Grant and Sons Inc., New York, New York.
3: At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying health care. Starting with how you access your caregivers.
2: Access in healthcare is the ability to be connected with your provider and ask a question
3: when you need it. And at community, it's that simple. Learn more about our commitment to uncomplicating healthcare at ecommunity.com slash simply delivered. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
4: As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric.
5: Meet Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing, building business with the next generation. We're here to help Chip and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about Chip. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at IMCU.com. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt
2: Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
0: As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 minutes presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of the Indy 11.
1: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. When the first segment, other than me blabbering on for two minutes to set the stage for the rest of the show, when the first real meat of the program is not the head coach of the Indy 11, but the president and CEO. In Greg Stremlaw, that usually means something big is happening, and usually it's something very good is happening, and that is clearly the case. This was announced on Wednesday, I believe. Maybe it was Tuesday. I've lost track of days. It's the month of May in Indianapolis. What I know is this. The path of professional women's soccer for the Indy 11 has been announced. That has always been in the plans, but it will be the Super League. Potentially in 2025, as long as construction stays on time. Talking more about that. Again, the aforementioned president and CEO of the Indy 11 and Greg Stremlaw who joins us now. Good morning, my friend. This has been a busy week for you, hasn't it?
6: It has. Good morning. Great great to be here.
1: All right. So, um, Super League it is. Why was this the proper destination for the long-awaited Indy 11 women's professional side?
6: Yeah, we're obviously very, very pleased. It's not every day that you get to announce a, uh, a professional franchise, let alone a women's professional franchise, and one at the very, very top level in the world. So we're we're excited by that. I think the uh, the, the sanctioning and, and the and the, uh, the desire to go Division One was really important to us. Uh, so to play top tier, really in that major league from a women's soccer standpoint, and 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 living in the current ecosystem within the United Soccer League and uh, the familiarity clearly already coming on the heels of last year's launch uh, of the W League team that just had such a tremendous inaugural year, Uh, you know, having success in the USL Academy system and, of course, USL Men's Championships. We thought it was a great fit and uh, the ability to work around our stadium construction schedule and the opening of those doors and gates to the public, uh, everything just kind of dovetailed. Uh, very, very well for, for Indy 11.
1: All right, I realize you work for the Indy 11 and not the USL, so I acknowledge that as I get ready to ask you more of a USL-related question. When the Super League was first kind of announced last year, it was, hey, this is going to be a, a, a Division II league. Obviously, that has changed. The league kind of hit pause in terms of playing this year. will debut next year, and again, your hope is that it's 2025, and again, that will be around the completion of of 11 Park. But just kind of thoughts on, on, on what changed within the USL to make that distinction, saying, no, 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 we're going to compete with the NWSL and play at the Division One level.
6: Yeah, I, I think it came through a lot of uh, correspondence, communication, really uh, checking in with the, the, the markets, the market analysis to see what, uh, uh, what, what, what would be viable. And I think the more that the USL, again, not wanting to speak on their behalf, but the more... Uh, due diligence that was done, the more capability seemed to be there uh, and ever-present, uh, a want, a need, a desire, um, and, and viability to be able to do that. So I don't believe, you know, the intention here is anything to compete with so much as, you know, creating another uh, another segment within a very broad United Soccer League uh, in, in, in overall reach, and the markets that they've announced clearly Uh, are able to meet those thresholds, as will Indianapolis. And so we're just really pleased to be uh, what I would term as a founding member and a founding partner within this new
1: new, new league. The other thing that will be unique, at least in this country, it's not unique everywhere else in the world, but it is unique being more of a northern city. This is going to be the FIFA Calendar League uh, from August to May. Again, not necessarily primarily played in the summer. Again, you're going to have the facility, and frankly that helps to space out kind of the – facility glut in terms of competing for dates for the men's team and the women's team tends to get chilly around these parts during parts of that season. (laughs) How do you, how do you handle that a couple of years down the road?
6: I I think you're right. Rick. I mean, there's clearly pros and cons. We believe there's more pros. We like the spacing. Uh, We have a multi-purpose venue that is uh, predominantly for soccer, of course, but uh, you know, we want to see it utilized in all 12 months of the year. And, And certainly while Northern climates can get cooler Uh, We think that with the winter break and other spacing around it, and the amenities and commodities that this district is going to bring to avail uh, in in downtown Indianapolis, it's it's still. We don't think a little bit of cold weather for a few games is going to be a major uh, component to detract. And in fact, if anything, it could add a a layer of. of uniqueness when people come in in Indianapolis. All
1: right, again, at the earliest, really kind of two-and-a-half or, or two-and-a-quarter years out uh, at this point from potentially getting things started. Obviously, you will go into hyperdrive in terms of planning, preparing, marketing, research, etc. But in terms of trying to put together the on-the-field product, when does that firmly get underway for, for you and the staff?
6: Yeah, I'd say right now we're, we're, we're trying uh, – Fact that we've launched the the announcements, uh, we don't have any firm plans in terms of here's the exact date. We want to see how this continues to evolve. Obviously, we've got some other big news with Eleven Park that's that's coming out here as well in terms of groundbreaking. And so, in the months ahead, there'll be more milestones that we look forward to. Everything from how these things are going to get staffed, uh, you know, first player, all of that type of stuff. But don't want to get ahead of ourselves right now. I think the the, the sweat equity to try and make sure we are part of this uh, top tier women's league has been. Uh, all eyes and focus on that. And now, of course, we'll put together a tactical plan in terms of uh, timelines of what's next.
1: All right. So speaking of 11 part, well, uh, what is next? Uh, I, I know obviously there's been the acquisition of land, the pin in the map, as we say, that is the current diamond chain facility. First, everything there has to come down before you can then groundbreak and build back up. How is that progress coming along?
6: Progress is going very well. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, in, in the days ahead,' we're, we're sticking with our commitment that there will be a groundbreaking in the month of May. So the very end of this month, there will be an official groundbreaking again news to to come out more on that in the days ahead, but we're excited by the the ability that we're able to uh, align with what we had pushed out when we pushed out those uh, those renderings to the public.
1: All right, so the, the the downtown expansion that this is a part of, kind of pushing that path, on more of a, of a southwesterly front, there is also going to be a, a a connecting bridge that is also going to be a part of this as a as a bigger city project. How does that affect slash enhance what you're doing with Eleven Park?
6: Well, I, I think it's it's always been part of the the knowledge that Henry Street Bridge is going to get expanded, and obviously it's adjacent to the the property where Eleven Park and the stadium's going to be. So I think that just speaks to the fact that we need to make sure that. There is good communication and collaboration going on with all the parties that be including our, our great uh, friends across the river with theonco and their world headquarters that are going in there given that bridge is uh, significantly part of what they're uh, they're bringing into the community as well so I don't I don't think there's anything negative about it it's just a, it's one of many items that is going to, uh, to, to come and take hold as we um, move forward with these with the construction and the overall remediation of uh, of what there is Currently, there at 11 Park, and what will be there as we move towards 2025.
1: All right, let's talk about the, the, the current teams because, again, we are in that part of the year where it is the overlap of the two of them. Obviously, we'd like to see a little better result from, from the men's team. I know the feeling has been the play has not matched what the end result has been, that the, the play has been better. Kind of overall, your thoughts as to where the men's team stands two months into the season?
6: Well, I, I think you know. Obviously, a lot of the statistics we are, are not uh, producing what perhaps are the number of wins that we desire at this point. But that said, we also know that we have a, a number of new uh, players and, uh, and and gelling that's still ongoing. Uh, we're, we're still very optimistic about uh, continuing to build on some early successes. There's no doubt that we want to see more wins and losses in the, in the weeks and months ahead. And uh, um, you know, we have we have continued confidence that we've got the right the right players and the right chemistry there. And as we continue to evolve, I I think our fans will see that Uh, from a women's perspective. You're right. Uh, We've, we've, we've got underway on the road. I believe we're on the road uh, for this month. And then our home opener at Grant Park, June 2nd for the W league team. And obviously a great statement game, uh, you know, down in the St. Louis area for, for that road opener, uh, with an 8 nothing result. not We're certainly not getting ahead of ourselves that we expect to have those results each and every game, but it's always uh, a nice thing to to build on as we, we we move towards game number two. All
1: right, obviously dominant topic is Super League in this segment, so let's end with that. Simply put, anything else you would like fans to know about? Now, again, much like we have the, the pin in the map from the construction project, we now have that carrot at the end of the project, adding a women's professional team that will play in the Super League. Anything else you'd like fans to know about before we wrap things up?
6: Well, just as we said all along, this is going to be a permanent home for both men's and women's professional soccer. I think uh, this week's announcement has has been indicative that we've been true to our word. Uh, it's not every day, as I said earlier. Uh, that 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 you know professional sports franchises are announced, especially at the very highest level and and, and we're we're thrilled by that, right? I mean uh, along with our our great friends at the fever it's it's nice to be uh, have have another opportunity for uh, not just jobs in the state for for coaches and high performance directors and medical staff, but also professional athletes and uh, this continues to do that you know evolve the pathway to pro model that we've been building comprehensively from our grassroots youth development with now 16,000 plus kids across the state of Indiana on through the W League and now a Super League right I'm, I'm hoping and I'm sure it will come to fruition that we will see uh, a number of these players that are playing for the W League team right now uh, you know who have aspirations to play pro soccer uh, have an opportunity that they don't have to leave either a this this state or jurisdiction or be this country and uh i think that's a real testament to the work that we put towards this.
1: greg congratulations on a great week for the uh, club and for the city on this front i know you and i will have a variation of this conversation on the television broadcast coming up later tonight as well thanks for the time this morning i greatly appreciate
6: it my pleasure as always
1: now frankly we will get amanda vandervoort who is the head of the super league i'm going to attempt to get her on the show next week So much ground to cover. Obviously, we're going to talk about this from the Indy perspective this week. I'm going to go the league-wide perspective on the show next week. Indy will not play the first year of the Super League because, again, they will wait until 11 Park is completed. Here are the markets that will have a team in year number one. Charlotte, North Carolina, Dallas-Fort Worth. Lexington, who is playing in the W League with the Indy 11, they will bump up to the Super League as well. Phoenix, as in Phoenix Rising. Spokane, who is building a stadium for a League One team. Spokane will have a team. Tampa Bay will have a team. Tucson will have a team. And there will be a team in D.C. So, again, let's note there is a D.C. team in the NWSL. So, that is really kind of the first market in which there will be head-to-head competition, even if the seasons will be at different times of the year. Indy is one of five markets that is committed to joining the Super League upon the completion of a stadium proposal. Chattanooga is one, and again, there's the Red Wolves that play in League One. There's also Chattanooga FC. So There's two men's professional teams that play in Chattanooga right now. Indy 11. Jacksonville, and Tim Tebow is a part of the effort in Jacksonville. Obviously, on the men's side, the Armada have kind of been in limbo since the ending of the NASL. This is not affiliated with that group. This is something separate, but a team in Jacksonville. Madison, Wisconsin, and again, forward Madison has been very uh, successful. Um, and again, maybe that where they play at Bree Stevens I think is perfectly fine. I, I question, again, the cold weather nature of that place and timing of the league. But we'll, again, we'll have more of those conversations uh, coming up in, in the future. And again, Oakland, uh, Oakland's got the Oakland Roots uh, that are playing in, in the USL championship. They've got a W League team in the Oakland soul. And again, Oakland has said they are they are building. They've kind of been transient from a stadium standpoint. Well, they are going to be building one in Oakland. And so once that takes place, they will then join this league as well. So eight markets at the start. Five more have committed at some point in time down the road. And I'm sure this is bound to grow. Again, the important thing to point out to me, having known about the existence of the Super League for the last couple of years, it has gone from being a Division II league to a First Division league. And again, we'll talk more about that on the show next week. But since we're talking women's soccer, how about we talk about a two-goal score from the Indy 11's debut performance last Wednesday. After scoring eight against St. Charles, the Indy 11 women have not played, and they will play again tomorrow again against Lexington SC. Maisie Witsit, new to the Indy 11 this year, but not new to head coach Paul Delinsky. We'll have her explain next. at Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The fam.
3: Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying health care, even when it comes to paying for it.
2: Insurance is very confusing. They gave me a name and a phone number. She works over at Community. She tells me, stop worrying. Let me take care of it. I got a plan.
3: Learn more about our commitment to uncomplicating health care at ecommunity.com slash simply delivered. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
2: For over 60 years, Somerset CPA and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. Somerset CPAs is now CBiz Somerset and MHM. With more than 120 offices and 6,500 team members throughout the U.S., they're able to provide the benefits and resources of being part of a national firm, and you'll still receive the same personal attention from the same expert consultants you've come to know and trust. CBiz Somerset and MHM, national resources, personal
4: service. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric.
2: The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family, or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.
0: That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11.
1: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday here on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan for the Indy 11 women, it's Soccer Sunday. They are on the road to play their second match of the season tomorrow. If it goes anywhere near as good as the first one, we're all in good shape. An 8-0 win against St. Charles last Wednesday. We had Sam Dewey on the show last week. She made her Indy 11 debut, scored two goals. You can say the same thing about Maisie Witsit, who joins us now. Two goals scored in the opener last week. Maisie, welcome to Indy and welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
7: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you.
1: Overall, obviously, the the on-field experience has been great. One match played and an 8-0 victory. Uh, You've been training now for a couple of weeks with the team. How has everything gone in terms of uh, your introduction to Indianapolis so far?
7: It's been great. I mean, I'm a kid from San Diego, so a little bit of a change of scenery, but um, it's been super great. The girls have been awesome. We're we're still getting new players coming in. So um, the training environment has been super professional, really awesome. I I mean, I only have good things to say so far.
1: We can't match the scenery, but I think at least the middle of this week we can match the weather in San Diego. Is that about accurate, like sunny in 75? Does that work for you?
7: Yeah, yeah. It definitely feels <laughs> a bit more like home. But you've, you've, <laughs> spent f-
1: you've spent five years in Louisville, so you're used to to what Midwestern weather, and especially the summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is you all about. You,
7: you the, would think I'd be used to the humidity.
1: <laughs> Hasn't kicked in yet, huh? Um, yeah. So with that, um, there's a connection between you and and Paul Dolinsky, head coach of the Indy 11. Uh, explain that to us, uh, that they kind of helped bring you to the Indy 11 this summer.
7: Right, so... Holly used to coach in San Diego at surf, which is where I played for all of high school. I uh, went there my freshman year. Um, he was never actually my coach, but he was always around, um, all the teams. Like we would train together. And, um, so I, I knew who he was. He knew who I was. Um, and then knowing he was the coach here, I wanted to play soccer this summer, reached out and it was, it was kind of a no brainer.
1: Well, knowing that again, being from San Diego, and, I, and Maisie played at the University of Louisville, uh, which is obviously one one of the top programs in the country. But but what convinced you five years ago to say, "All right, I'm leaving Southern California and going to Kentuckiana"? What was it that appealed to, uh, ab- about the U of L program to you?
7: Well, I didn't want to go far from home, which is funny, but <laughs> I do have a lot of <laughs> I do have a lot of family in Nashville, so Louisville wasn't too far. Um, So that that's kind of what got me out there to even look. And then um, after just a couple hours on the campus at my first visit, I fell in love with the school, with the the staff, the program, everything. Um, And I just couldn't say no. So that's where I ended up. And I absolutely loved it.
1: Played four and a half years because of the COVID year. So you got kind of five full seasons of of playing in the ACC and, and the top level of women's college soccer. And I would assume the reason you are playing here this summer is that bridge trying to land a professional contract, correct?
7: Right, yeah. Kind of in between deciding if that's what I want to do right now, Um, leaning towards that a little bit, uh, but kind of using this to decide whether, you know, start life or keep playing soccer and doing what I love. Um, it, you
1: know, knowing there are what – and I may get the number of teams wrong currently NWSL, I think 12 current teams that are playing at the mm-hmm. professional level in this country. And, again, like other teammates, you could, you know, make a play to go to Europe or elsewhere across the world and play professionally. But even for someone that played at such a high level as yourself, how tough is it to break into professional women's soccer in this country right now?
7: It's difficult. Uh, just from myself and other teammates that have gone through the process, some making it, some not. I mean, you enter the draft and there's what, just a few rounds of 12 picks each. So there's not a lot of opportunity there. And then, so myself, I was picked up during preseason with the San Diego wave and then let go after a few weeks. So even just having some opportunities like that, it's still really tough. Um, But there is talk of a new league starting next year, which is promising. I think for a lot of players who are kind of in that in between and, like kind of have some hope with the NWSL and then stuff doesn't work out. And then do you go overseas? Do you keep trying to play? Do you just quit soccer? Like, I think this new league will help a lot.
1: And obviously that's been a big topic on this program this week with the Indy 11 saying they're going to be playing in the super league as soon as 11 park is completed and hopefully in time for the 2025 season. Now, Paul Dolinsky, isn't the only connection you've got uh, to this Indy 11 team as I quickly scroll up and down the uh, roster I think you're one of four Louisville Cardinals that is on this roster of 40. And obviously we saw a couple of Indiana natives in, in Carson Cherry and Addie Chester uh, playing for this team in its inaugural season last summer. Knowing you had some familiar names and faces coming up here this summer, what, what did that mean to making uh, the decision to decide to play for the Indy 11?
7: I mean, it definitely had a lot to do with it. Uh, Carson Cherry, Addie Chester, Lizzie Sexton, they're all great people, first of all. Great soccer players, and I definitely miss them um, after leaving school in December. So it's great to be reunited with them.
1: It's certainly great to have you back. Well, I, now, again, the, the next two matches, including tomorrow, will be on the road. The home opener uh, is a couple of weeks away in terms of Friday, June 2nd at Grand Park. My guess is a lot of your teammates that were here last year have told you just how nuts in a great way the home atmosphere was indoors at Grand Park. What have you heard from your teammates on this front so far?
7: I mean, I've heard that it's just insane, like nothing they've ever played in front of before. So I'm definitely looking forward to that.
1: Again, uh, that is on Friday, June 2nd, when the Indy 11 return home. The women with first of five home league matches this year. First, it is Lexington on Sunday afternoon. And again, hoping to continue that goal-scoring streak is Maisie Witsit, who joins us on the program this morning. Maisie, again, welcome to town. Thanks for the time. Look forward to seeing you in person in a couple of weeks in Westfield.
7: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Let's quickly give you kind of the upcoming schedule for the Indy 11 women's side, and then we will talk about the standings in the Valley Division. Again, Indy plays a first-ever match against Lexington tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Then they will head back to that general area to take on Kings Hammer in northern Kentucky coming up on Wednesday. Off this coming weekend, then home opener next Friday against Racing Louisville. The two matches they'll play against Racing Louisville are back-to-back. Indy will go to Louisville and play the following Tuesday, June 6th. As far as the table is concerned, Indy and Racing Louisville share first place. They've both played one and one-one. Kings Hammer has played two. They're one-one. One. Lexington has played two. They're one-one. St. Charles has played two, and they have lost both so far. Again, just five teams in the division, 10 matches in round-robin fashion. Indy must win the division to qualify for the playoffs now we'll shift our focus back to the men's side of the ledger first a former player who is playing against the indy 11 coming up later tonight patrick segrest was here in 2021 he's now back with the switchbacks after playing last year for memphis 901 patty segrest joins us next soccer saturday 93.5 and 107.5
2: the Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. Indy 11 is teaming up with official apparel partner, Puma, to help you only see great. Great can be anywhere. It's the promise you make to yourself to never look back and never back down. The Spectra Pack from Puma embraces greatness with brilliant graphics inspired by bands of refracted color. Create moments that give meaning to the sport, from the club season to the finals of international championships. Look around you, look inside you, and only see great. The Spectra Pack is available now on Soccer.com.
6: Hello, soccer fans. This is Jeremy Abley from Indiana University. For championship real estate expertise in the Indy metro area, Nino Berticelli is my go-to guy.
8: Indiana is my home. Nino is my homeboy.
0: Follow Nino is my homeboy on Facebook for free ticket opportunities to every Indy 11 home game. That's Nino, N-I-N-O, at ninoismyhomeboy.com.
3: At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying health care. Our patients want to feel heard and not like a number. They want to feel like they matter. And that's my job, providing good faith estimates. Learn more about pricing transparency and our commitment to uncomplicating health care at ecommunity.com slash simply delivered. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
2: Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city within walking distance to the best attractions so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Tullamore Dew. Authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew. Irish whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
0: That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan.
1: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And each time that we play a Relatively new opponent for us in the Indy 11. If we see on that roster there is somebody that we know, we reach out and get them on the show. And this guy was kind enough to respond to a Facebook message to say, absolutely, I got 10 minutes for you. It is Patrick Seegers to, of course, spend his 2021 with the Indy 11. Last year had a great year in Memphis. And these days, now playing for the switchbacks, Colorado Springs. Of course, the Indy 11 will take on this weekend. Patty, welcome back to Indy. Welcome back to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. It is good to have you back on the program and we'll kind of work in reverse here. Um, After last year, such a good year in Memphis. I know big changes there. Ben Pierman leaves. Why was Colorado Springs kind of the right place for you for 2023?
8: Yeah, I I heard a lot about the coaching staff here and when I played against them last year when I was on Memphis, I loved the facilities. I loved the location. This is a state that my mom used to live in and she loved coming out of college and just being around the coaching staff and getting to know them throughout the year and also what they've brought to the table last year as well it was sort of a no-brainer for me
1: well I know this is Colorado Springs is a team that maybe has had as much turnover from a roster standpoint as almost any in the league. I mean, you know how tough they were to defend last year when, when Indy played out there. It was a great game. Uh, Indy 11 got beat 4-3. to three. How are all these new pieces kind of fitting in out there in Colorado?
8: Yeah, there are a lot of new uh, pieces. There are a lot of veteran players. And uh, obviously, there's still a long season ahead of us. So we're still piecing ourselves together. We're learning more about each other. And we're going to be on the front foot and – be one of the top teams in the west and if not
1: the whole usl did, did i see you're on billboards these days in colorado springs is that right oh yeah i mean i'm a networking machine
8: i'm an advertiser <laughs> i'm a i'm a people person so i think i was the right fit for it
1: uh, I, I would assume in in your now four-year career this is your first time you've turned on a billboard out there
8: Oh, yeah. My, my family was very happy to see that. I mean, it was kind of a joke for me, uh, just walking out of practice and seeing myself. And I'm a people person, and I just make the most of any given situation I'm given.
1: Well, you made the most out of your situation in Memphis last year. And again, you guys were, were a heck of a club last year. Uh, when you look back to, to last season, what you did with 901, what, what were you most proud of?
8: I think I was just proud of the amount of guys that were there were guys that had something to prove. We were all uh, players who've been cut. We were all players who weren't in the high salary range amongst USL, and we all had similar interests just coming out of college. So us being together and us having that togetherness – inside soccer and outside soccer was a huge aspect to our success
1: uh ben pierman obviously now in charleston we haven't seen them yet but we knew they would be successful because he is such a talented coach your one year playing for him what were your impressions of of ben
8: yeah ben ben i have nothing but respect for ben he's a class character on the field he's class off he knows exactly what he's doing he knows how to talk with his players and he'll always hold a special place in my heart.
1: I hope your year in Indianapolis holds a special place in your heart. Uh, you get to play, obviously played back here last year, uh, playing for Memphis 901, but, but just being able to come back now, uh, what memories immediately come flooding to your mind of playing at Carroll stadium in 2021?
8: Yeah, I think uh big memories for me were just being able to have the opportunity to have my family in the stands each and every time because Coming from Chicagoland area, my family was able to make it out to a majority of games. I was close to home, and that that's something that means a lot to me. And it goes a long way when, especially with the world and how soccer is played, that uh, you don't really get those opportunities very often.
1: All right, what's the friend and family ticket count then uh, up to for for Saturday night?
8: Right now, I am at. Ooh, my uncle just moved to Carmel, Indiana, too, so <laughs> I think it's around 10 or 15.
1: Well, The, the Indy 11 appreciates your business. Uh, I'm glad you're coming back uh, for the course of the weekend. If, if there was a favorite moment from your year of playing for the Indy 11, what might that be?
8: Oof. I would say my favorite moment was beating louisville at home especially (laughs) those games are always chippy uh every game against louisville is a great game so that was definitely one of the highlights of the season
1: you know it's amazing how much things have turned over obviously coaching staff has but largely the roster has too i'm I'm not sure as i say this out loud how many guys we still have back on the team from two years ago so of the guys you were teammates with then who are the ones you kind of keep in touch with the most
8: Uh, My closest friend that I've kept uh, good contact with were Nikki Law and A.J. Cocker, and I still talk to those guys week in, week out. Uh, They're always there. They're always supportive. They keep tabs on me just like I keep tabs on them. And I will keep that friendship for as long as this game gives me, and especially outside of soccer.
1: Well, I was going to say, obviously, those are two guys that I'm sure you were really in your first full year as a pro when you played for us in in 2021 on that loan from from Inter-Miami. Those are two guys I imagine they probably did a good job of taking you under their wing. Is that an accurate statement?
8: Definitely. I grew up playing with older guys, and uh, those two guys, especially from their background, knowing familiar faces. Uh, AJ being from St. Louis, we had a lot of mutual friends, so they always taught me the ropes. They always were there for me, always supportive, and very, very good friends of mine, great teammates as well.
1: Well, there's one other guy that, that shares spot with you on, on the back line, that we kind of know all around here, too. And so uh, I kind of flipped a coin, and you won or lost, uh, d- depending on the version of it. Uh, but Duke LaCroix is obviously also an Indy 11 player and, frankly, involved in a legendary play in the history of the club. How's Duke doing these days?
8: Duke's doing great. I mean, he's one of our core aspects to the back line. Uh, he's a great guy off the field, does a lot for the, for the league and the community to make sure that, We're being taken care of, and on top of that, he's been performing very well. He's been solid in the back, and can't say a bad thing about him.
1: Uh, Well, it's kind of the same thing about your tenure in Indianapolis. We can't say a bad thing about you. Rooting for you most (laughs) of the time, maybe not on Saturday night, but I appreciate you coming on the show. Look forward to seeing you in person coming up this weekend, and thanks for the time today.
8: Of course. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for having me.
1: Normally, we do this in, like, the first full segment of the show because of the Super League news. That has kind of taken precedent on the program today. As far as the standings are concerned, the Indy 11 currently in ninth, sitting on nine points, one point back in the last playoff spot. Again, there are 25 matches left to go in the season. Plenty of time to remedy that. The switchbacks, by the way, sit in fifth in the Western Conference. They have lost their last two matches, but in a very deep west, They find themselves in a playoff position. We'll take this quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap it up next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
4: Made fresh just for you. Penn Station sizzling Hot Grilled Subs served on their famous fresh-baked bread, awesome fresh-cut fries, and fresh-squeezed lemonade. That's an unbeatable flavor trio because at Penn Station East Coast Subs, they grill, they fry, they bake. Order online, order by phone, or dine in at a Penn Station restaurant today. Penn Station, it's all about good taste.
2: At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.
3: At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying healthcare, starting with how you access your caregivers.
2: Access in healthcare is the ability to be connected with your
3: provider and ask a question when you need it. And at Community, it's that simple. Learn more about our commitment to uncomplicating health care at ecommunity.com slash simply delivered. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
5: Meet Kate.
3: Okay, I'll send that report.
5: Kate juggles a lot working from home. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Kate. We know she needs more room. We're here to help Kate and you by offering a special low intro rate on an IMCU home equity line of credit. Today, it's all about Kate. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Subject to credit approval, IMCU is an equal housing lender and federally insured by the NCUA. Learn more at IMCU.com.
2: Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College Associate degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program. Or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivtech.edu. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city. Within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today
0: that's a way to use your head it's soccer saturday on the fan
2: we
1: finish up the show tonight by welcoming back macaulay king both to the indy 11 and back to soccer saturday i would assume this is the first time we've had him on the show in three years if not four maca welcome back to indy, buddy. how you doing
9: I'm doing well, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing,
1: of course, buddy. And and uh, I, we saw you last year in Colorado Springs, and it was kind of tough to get playing time on a very good Switchbacks team last year. When this opportunity presented itself to come back to Indianapolis and play for Mark Lowry, who you've played for before, what immediately went through your mind?
9: I mean, Mark Mark tried to to get me to come here last year, and uh, I mean it didn't work out. But I mean, I wanted to come back then, and then. I found out last week that he was trying again, and then we uh, both, Colorado and Indy, come to an arrangement, and as soon as he told me, I was like, I'll be on the plane tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> and and literally, you then flew directly to Sacramento uh, to yeah. join the team yeah. last that week. Is. And, of course, yeah. just the way that circumstances work out, now you're playing your old team coming up this week. What's that going to be like for you?
9: Yeah, it's going to be fun. I've got, I've got a few friends on that team, and, uh, yeah, I mean, they know me well, and I know them well, so it should be, should be a good game.
1: This is now the third time in the last four years that Cam Lindley has been your teammate. Uh, 2020 <laughs> in Indy, uh, 2022 last year in Colorado. What's it like to reconnect with him yet again?
9: Yeah, I mean, me and Cam are going really well. Obviously, we've known each other for a long time now. Obviously, we played on two different teams together, and we're back again at Indy playing together again. Uh, yeah, me and Cam get on well, so it's obviously nice to see a familiar face. And hopefully we're here to stay a lot longer this time.
1: Understood. Um, and, and to kind of just tie everything together, for those that, that don't know, uh, Macca was, was sent to El Paso by us in 2020, where the head coach was Mark Lowry. Played for Mark in 2021 in El Paso, seven goals in 34 matches. So So why does seemingly playing for Mark fit so well with what you want to do?
9: I mean, Mark's a possessions-based coach, and I'm a possession-based player, and just, you know, Mark's English. We just we just get on so well, and we just understand how each other are and the way we see the game and the way we, the game's played.
1: Um, you, you, when you played here, you played at, at Lucas Oil Stadium. You do not have that experience of playing at the mic. You're about to have that experience now, for the first time coming up on Saturday night. Your thoughts about that?
9: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, the Mike's got a lot, lot of history, you know, before I was here in India the first time. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what it's like there and obviously the atmosphere and, you know, ready to go.
1: Well, you know, people don't think about this in terms of the actual, like, real-life elements of things. Like, we just think, okay, player moves from this team to this team. He's going to fit right in and start playing immediately. As you and I were starting the conversation off the air, you said, hey, I'm sorry I'm running a little bit behind. My U-Haul just broke down. So you, clearly you've been in the process of like moving everything and moving in. What has this week been like for you?
9: <laughs> so on Sunday, um, I got back to Colorado from the flight from Sacramento, and my wife actually packed the whole U-Haul by herself, which oh. took feel like five hours. So I felt sorry for uh, doing that, and then we actually left. On Sunday around seven PM, and uh, it was a twenty-three hour drive, so <laughs> it's been a long, long three or four days.
1: I was going to say, what, what, what is the wife's perspective on you coming back to Indianapolis?
9: Oh, uh, she, she, uh, she wasn't a big fan of Colorado, so and she's seen all the green grass and all the the nice homes, and she's like, "Wow, this is really nice here."
1: Now, did you meet her in college at Young Harris? Did she come over with you from England? Where do you t- Where did you two guys you know, kind of cross timelines, so to speak?
9: Yeah, yeah. So she's from England, and she's actually from the same place as uh, Mark, Birmingham. So. Very
1: cool. All right. So and I remember this when we had you on the show like the first time four years ago um, because you played your youth soccer before deciding to play college soccer here in Georgia, but you grew up playing in the Leicester City Academy. How concerned are you about your boys in Leicester with two weeks left to go?
9: I reckon they're going down, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, tough years. I was going to say, it's amazing to think it's been seven years since that championship, right?
9: Yeah, I mean, you go from Champions League football and then to relegation. That's sometimes the way football works, unfortunately. But there's been some great memories there, and obviously, they'll be back up in no time.
1: All right. Before we let you go, because uh, again, it's been a busy week for you. I won't keep you too long. Knowing you, you got to, again after after literally crossing the country and moving, you got a match to play uh, coming up on, on Saturday night. Whether it whether it's restaurant place to get a pint, um, or or simply even like a favorite memory from playing here, what were you most looking forward to about coming back to Indianapolis? Oh, three up, three up, three up's your spot, huh? Three up's to the spot, yeah. Uh, Well, let's celebrate three points at three up on Saturday night. How about that?
9: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Mac, I look forward to seeing you back in person uh, coming up uh, on Saturday night. I know you've been busy, buddy. Thanks for the time. I greatly appreciate it.
9: Thanks, Greg. I appreciate appreciate you having me.
1: So Mac now wears number 44 playing for the Indy 11, his second stint with the team, a la Cam Lindley. Only Dylan Maris kind of has a run like that where he's got a couple of different stints now with the Indy 11 along with those two that are on the team tonight. And again, even with Macca playing for the Indy 11, you still have Patrick Segrist and Duke Lacroix. And of up up note, it's been seven years since Duke played for the Indy 11. This is the first time he will have played against the Indy 11. We'll be in the match coming up tonight. Look forward to catching up with uh, Duke tonight at Carroll Stadium as well. All right, here are the topics for discussion for the remainder of the show. First thing on the docket, I want to talk about the big news for the U.S. men's national team. Thaleron Baligan. he is all of 21 years of age. He is playing for uh, Rems, and I hope I'm saying that right in League uh, uh, but he is on loan from Arsenal. He has just committed to play for the U.S. men's national team. Now, like many of our current players, um, maybe has a family tie to the States, or in his case, born in New York City, emigrated to England when he was two. Parents are born in Nigeria, but really, again, only spent a brief amount of time in the States, but yet decided this week to represent the U.S. in terms of his national team deal. He's played all of two matches at Arsenal, has spent a longer amount of time at Middlesbrough, but again, has scored 19 goals in the top league in France. And again, it was deemed on Tuesday, he makes the switch to the United States national team. That's a big deal. And immediately, the one thing we have, well, more than one thing that we've complained about, because going to do that about the men's national team, but the one thing that has been said seemingly a lot the last couple of years, hey, who's playing up top? You felt good about, especially the midfield, you felt good, largely, about the goalkeeper position, but it's been a rotating door in terms of that attacking third for the Ind- for the U.S. men's national team. Almost said for the Indy 11. Sorry about that. But it's Valoran Baligan. Valoran Baligan. I'll learn how to say his name, I promise you. But I know it's a big deal and a good thing for the U.S. men's national team. Since we've made an Arsenal reference, let's talk about the Premier League. And the Premier League, not surprisingly, about to be wrapped up by Manchester City. And it come it could come as soon as their next match. For Manchester City, that next match will take place tomorrow. It will be at home. It will be against Chelsea, who is expected to offer little or no resistance. Manchester has a match in hand on Arsenal. Again, Arsenal plays another team that is struggling in Nottingham Forest, a Forest team that obviously is playing to avoid relegation to go back to the championship. Uh, But simply put, Manchester City, a match in hand, four points clear of Arsenal. uh, They win. There's little the Arsenal result would do. So it's expected that Manchester City will wrap up another Premier League title as of this weekend with two matches yet to play. And again, we are now down to the final two weekends of the Premier League season. Those that are a match behind will make that up midweek. Decision day coming up on Sunday. What are they playing for on Sunday? Probably just the final spot to avoid relegation. Again, Arsenal's going to finish second. Manchester City likely going to win. Newcastle United, if they can get a result against Leicester, which could send Leicester back to the championship, the Newcastle's probably on to the Champions League. Manchester United is only a point clear of Liverpool, who have suddenly found their form, but they also have a game in hand. So I expect Manchester United to claim that fourth and final spot to play in the Champions League. So that leaves the... Relegation fight as the last interesting fight. Forrest on 34 points, Everton on 32, Leeds 31, Leicester 30. Southampton has already been cast off. There is nothing they can do with two matches left to play to work their way out of it. They are heading back to the championship for the first time in over a decade. Of course, Leicester won the Premier League seven years ago. They have been up for the last nine seasons. They could be heading down. Leeds narrowly avoided it last year. They could be heading down. Everton has not been out of the top flight since the 50s. Right now, they're on the right side of it. And in terms of those, again, 16 through 19 of the spots that are fungible right now, Forrest plays Arsenal. Everton plays Wolves. Leeds plays West Ham. Leicester plays Newcastle. Those that would seem the least likely to get results this time around would be Forrest and Leicester. Obviously, we'll document this even further next week on the show. We referenced Manchester City and their Champions League fight. Well, Manchester City, they are to the Champions League final. They had a full-on demolition of Real Madrid 4-0 earlier this week. For a second time, Manchester City has qualified for the championship match. The other one in which they lost were two years ago. It seemed to be kind of the last holy grail for Pep Guardiola. Obviously, they have a chance to win the treble with the FA Cup, um, with the Premier League, and now with potential the Champions League. Inter Milan is in their way. They reached the final for the first time in 13 years, which they last won it back in 2010, as Inter was a 3-0 winner on aggregate over their crosstown rival and stadium sharing team in AC Milan. The the, champions league final still a few weeks away june 10th is when the champions league final will take place and there you go all the news that i i deem important at the end of the program because we had so many great guests to get to on the show today thank you so much to macaulay king patty Seegerst, Maisie witsett greg stremlaw for more information about the usl super league and the future of the indy 11 women's side indy 11.com will obviously have more And there's more big news coming down the pike in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. On that note, I need to get out of the way because I'm coming up next. You're going to hear a lot of me on this radio station the next couple of days because it's nothing but Indy 500 qualifying coverage between now and 7 o'clock. But that'll do it for Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The
0: Fan. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda, proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. By Community Health, dream big, work hard, finish strong. And by Bet Rivers, official sports betting partner of Indy 11. Bet with a winner. For more information, log on to 1075thefan.com or indy11.com.